0: Hi there, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Juan Amparan. This is my second year in uh, seminary and my first year in philosophy. I entered seminary when I was 17 years old, and it was the, one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. It's, um, it's very hard to understand what brought me here. Lots of different, uh, <clears throat> lots of different reasons, lots of motives, and a lot of the Holy Spirit. These things that brought me here were the yearning for more of Christ. I needed more. I knew I was broken, and I wanted to fix that. The thing is, I. I know now that I can't fix my brokenness, that it's a forever thing, that being broken is part of following Christ. But I know that I can follow Christ. And even though I'm broken, I can serve him. And that's what I was really looking for, to see the pain and misery I was living know that I could serve, even through those sufferings. So what else brought me here? Uh, one of the reasons I actually came to seminary was actually due to uh, one month and a half fast. We were fasting, which fasting is when you'd, you limit your intake on food. You, you sacrifice your food for X many days. And we usually do it do it during Lent. But I did it for, yeah, for Lent. I don't I remember. Yeah, it was for Lent. And it was the best thing. And it was during COVID. My conversion to Catholicism actually started in COVID, during COVID, where it seemed like the whole world was shut down. And the real Christians, divided from just the people who were there for commitment reasons. That's what really opened up the doors to my faith. In cold months of December, November, in August, in the school year, no, no school. It was boring all day, no work. Those were the days where um, the father, Father Gurr, at my church in Kansas, uh, Kansas City, Missouri, was um, giving mass During those cold and nobody went it was just me my mother and some other ladies some old ladies and that's where I found him I found him in midst of my sin I found him when I was suffering in full of sin of mortal sin without confession that's where I found him well that's just a little brief overview of um, this podcast you know of who I am just an introduction I went to Van Horn High School here in Independence, Missouri. And I found Christ along this way. And now I'm here in seminary. This is my second year. And I'm learning so much about myself and people around me. Especially, I'm learning to love Christ. And even more important than that, I'm learning... I'm learning to let people love me. I'm learning to accept love for what it is. Just as Christ loves me. I'm only realizing that only now, only now, am I barely understanding that Jesus actually loves me. That is so hard for me to understand. But yet, It's the most beautiful thing that makes a Christian. A Christian is knowing that we are united in brokenness. And the only cure is Jesus. For every fall, there will be an uptake. So let's talk about vocation. The topic of today, vocation. Now, before we dive in, this podcast and maybe I'll, I'll next time i'll sh- I'll shoot up a video with um
1: uh, with a video
0: and everything. I just didn't have enough time to have my camera and I didn't feel like setting up everything and losing the spirit that was in me that was telling me to make these videos talk not you let God talk let God talk through me and so I can speak to young ones to us young ones because. <laughs> Well, truly, we are in the same boat here. We are in the same generation with the same problems. And it's found. So this idea came to me by a colleague here in philosophy who told me, you should make videos. You should make videos for people who, um, since you speak English and you speak Spanish, you should make some videos for from the people uh, over there in the United States and, and see what, and your journey as a seminarian, especially teaching, and now that you're part of the you know this this generation of young people, you know he's, he, the colleagues are about 34, 35, and he, he's telling me to do this, and he's motivated me to do this. He was like, "You're a part of this age. You need to pioneer, and as a young one, speak to your your fellow companions, you know your your generation." So this is why uh, this podcast is really here. So, let's dive in. What exactly is vocation? Vocation is a calling. Vocation comes from God. Vocation is the road to heaven. Life is the first step of vocation. Life is the first step thing we're called to. Me and you are a product, a fruit, a good that has come from life, which is when a man and a woman come together and they unite in the name of love, in the name of God. When your mother and your father join, are together until death parts them. That's how strong this bond is that God makes between a man and a woman. And God wants this. And some of us, He wants us to get married. This is a part of, of God. He made a woman for the man, and He made man for the woman. That's what we're first called to life. So, now there's a lot of things we can pull out from this first virtue, I mean this first calling, sorry, which is life, which is to understand the gift and the privilege of life every morning, every memory, every moment we have with our loved one, that is a privilege. It is a gift, yet it's so underestimated and so forgotten every day, every morning, every sunrise, every chance we have the time to confess our sins. That is a grace because not everyone just dies confessed. Every day is a gift. We'll top, out, we'll top it off there. What is the second vocation? What is our second calling? To be saints? sanctity. So Saint Joseph, an ordinary man, an ordinary man in an ordinary city, in an ordinary country. Joseph is called to be the Lord's Father, God's Father. on earth, of course. okay? Let's not get it confused here. Earthly father. So, there goes the bell. He was called to sanctity. He was called to be chaste or chaste and obedient. Imagine the embarrassment. Imagine the embarrassment that Joseph had to go through. First, he had to bear a kid and take care of a kid who wasn't his biologically. And second, he also had to take care of this woman, this beautiful woman, Mary, our mother, our lady. Beautiful creature. And he had to look at her as only no more than, almost like we would say in these days, more than just a friend, like just like that. She's just a friend. Because he knew he had a job with that woman. A job that God gave him, a vocation to take care of that woman, to help her raise Jesus. So, this is generally, no joke, the hardest thing I think Joseph had to go through, which made him definitely a saint. And he had a struggle. He had a struggle through all of this. It was not an easy, an easy path. He's known as uh, the saint that is known for chastity. Chastity is uh, sexual purity. Or abstaining from intercourse or impure acts, and when I mean he has to look at her with pure eyes, I mean he uh, i don't mean he's he has he's like uh thinking badly about her um impurely i 'm talking he has to look at her as just like kind of like just a friend, no more than that so that's just an example for you guys to get an idea of what uh, different vocations there are in the Bible you know there's abraham there's um there is um vocation of um Peter and Paul and the apostles, their vocation was different. Their vocation was to spread the, the gospel. Um, others had the, the vocation to be uh, leaders, uh, like uh, King David, who his, his uh, vocation was mm-hmm. to be king of Israel and to execute that mission that God gave him to the fullest, and he did. Not without failings and, and tribulations, of course. So let's talk about marriage. This is the second vocation. So when you think of mother and father, they are together, as whenever the father is giving. The priest is giving the rights for the couple to get married. He says, till death to us part. Marriage is not just a get-together, or you guys just are happy one day, and (laughs) two years later, you guys are, well, I'm bored of you and you know what i'm done sharing it's not just a flink this is the unites you, you, i'm sorry the unification of two souls called to love each other till death that's how strong this bond is and it's given by god it's not only given by the world and the state or you know you guys can get married by the state we're not by the church no you get married by the church it's a holy sacrament God gives us this bond, which is called holy matrimony, where you are called to give love, sacrifice, put your wife before you, or give uh, for the ladies, put your husband before you, love each other, sanctify each other, and take each other to heaven, two companions. That's what this is about. The fruit of your love and sacrifice and sweat and tears are your children, which are fruit of that. All right this is where we get a little bit more into the real things for me and you. Me and you are in the stage, or whoever's watching, it doesn't matter if you're young or, or old. For us young people, we are in the stage where the world is telling us to do lots of things. But do we ask ourselves, what is God, what is God calling me to do? What is God calling me to be? Like I said before, vocation is not occupation it's not a way to make money it's not your job it's not your sexual preference i might get a lot of heat of this but it's the truth some people make a whole living or a whole life centered around this that this doesn't have to be just um, their sexuality It can be about like about smoking the gym um maybe dancing tiktok i don't know or their passions, their worldly passions, whatever that may be. That's not what vocation is. It's what God is calling you to be. These are the main ones, okay? First, we have, like we said, holy matrimony. Um, Being soltero, um, that's in Spanish. We have being by ourselves. We're called to being. uh, I forgot the word. It's when you just don't have, uh, let me look it up real quick. Why Why don't I know it? Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Single. Oh, my goodness. That's so simple. Single. Bless you. Thank you. Gracias. So, so, we're definitely not... I'm sorry. I just sneezed. Okay. Here we go back again. What were we talking about? We were talking about single life. Now, single life is not... For, this goes for the gentlemen and for the ladies. Being single does not mean just making a whole damn mess. Sorry, forgive my language. Just making a whole mess around the world. Uh, partying every night. Um, being sexually impure and just using our body to pleasure ourselves every day, every day, every, every day, and not having to worry about, you know, a child or um, anything else. Just worrying about yourself, taking, about, taking care about yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. There is something wrong with it. Um, just pleasuring yourself because you don't want any responsibilities. This is not what being single is and what, what God's term, term, uh, definition of single is. Being single for God is offering your whole life to God. You will not bear children, of course, but you can be chaste. You can be chaste. <laughs> so I'm not sure which still to... To right now, I'm not sure which one is, but there's, for the sake of this video and for the time I have left, yeah, I'm use I'll use chast, which is chast. What is chastity? Chastity is to have sexual purity. We'll go in later about what sexual purity is, but we're called chastity. If you are going to be single, you're not going to have um, a sexual relationship. with just anybody, or anybody, right? That's what marriage is for. If you want to have a sexual relationship with somebody that comes when you guys unite in marriage it's not um like the way this world that's what i'm talking about it's not the way this world portrays where you could just have a one-night stand it's no big deal or links like let's link up no it's very very easy and because i was in high school more not more than a year ago i know exactly what this is all about there are unions for pleasure of each one. There's no a commitment to each other. The only commitment is to pleasure yourself. You just use the other person. You objectify them as an object. You use them for your sexual. And they do the same thing. So it's mutual. They come together for not for the good, but you guys come together for evil. For pleasure. For lust. So, being single for Catholics is not just doing whatever you want. Being single for Catholics is understanding, accepting your masculinity, accepting your femininity, and saving yourself for Jesus. That could also be a nun, right? But for single life, we're talking about not having children as part of, not, of being single. But not only that, but living your life as a good Christian, as a good Christian for Christ. Outside in the world without being married, of course. And there's people who are called to that. So if you, if you think marriage is not for you, single life might be for you. I'll make more videos on this later, but let's move on for the sake of time. We also have, we said matrimony, we have single life. And we have religious life, calling, vocation. There is called for us men, we're called to the priesthood, which is where I am right now, a seminary, a place where a young man can discern whether or not where he forms himself, where he studies, where he prays. This is a privileged place where, right, where I am right now, here in the nativity, the missionary of the nativity of Mary. Sorry, I'm not used to saying it in English. This is a privileged place of buildings, right, books, and, um, for prayer. Education, strict discipline, and formation. (laughs) I might have repeated that two times. This is what this place is. This comes to me. And I hope for you young men out there, this might be an open place for you. So what is priestly calling? Being called to the priesthood, it is discernment. It's 10 years of your life. I've only been here two. It's 10 years discerning whether or not you want to follow the Lord's path. Which is consecrating yourself totally to Jesus. Full. Your full self to Jesus. Whenever the Eucharist is being lifted by the priest, it's not the priest acting. It's Jesus Christ himself. So, it's being in the presence of Jesus, in imitating Jesus for the rest of your life. That is what's being in the priesthood. Being in the priesthood is definitely a privilege, not for everyone. As well as single life and as well as matrimony, it's not for anyone, for everybody. This is what vocation is. It's seeing where God wants you. So being put in the priesthood is being like God's puppet. You confess, you give mass, you go visit sick people. You go like our institute is a missionary, which means we're sent to different places wherever they need people, wherever they need priests. Like they can send us to Africa to all these different places where they need help. They're in need of a priest who can forgive their sins, give mass, give these sacraments, because that's what a priest is. He is a server. In 2022, uh, the Pope Francis, Pope Francis, is um, moving uh, synodality, which is is calling us all. To help um, the church we're all part of christ it's not like a big triangle where the pope is on the top and the lay people are at the bottom and the priests are here and then the bishops are here and then the cardinals are here you know that's not how that works we're trying to get rid of that view where like there's a pyramid where the pope is at the top and the authority falls down there that's not what we're about the catholic church we're all jesus just think about a big circle in the middle, we have Christ. We have, everybody's in different parts. But we all serve the church, and we're all here to honor the church and to sanctify ourselves and the church. So that's what's being called to the priesthood. Young men, do not be afraid to give an answer to God. I was not afraid. I was definitely tempted to not listen to him. And I could be right now in Kansas City, um, working getting a studio and, you know, playing my instruments and just working or, I don't know, I had an idea of going other places and just living a nice, tranquil, peaceful life without having to worry about everything, a lot of problems, getting away from people. But no, I was called here and I could not go on with myself knowing that if I didn't test my faith, if I didn't come here and seriously not, um, I would have, and, and not trying this out, Calling because I had this um, frequent calling. I was like, uh, "Do I want to be a priest? I want to be a priest. I want to try this out. I want to serve the Lord in a special way. I want to sacrifice my life and give it to Him because I know that um, in this world, lots of people die for lots of reasons. Lots of people." give up their life to a lot of things. Lots of people lose themselves in the midst of everything. And I could just be like everyone else. I could just give my life to any anyone else, or a woman or a girlfriend, um, a job. Or just give myself to just working every day and money and money and money and figure out how I'm going to pay this and having children and taking, which is all not bad things, for these priests and for us, our young men who think they have this, they have this, um, calling they have this um, urge and they want to know whether this is their vocation or not. I want more than that. Lots of people, like I said, lose their life to a lot of things. Why not lose your life for Christ? Why not lose your life to something meaningful? Why not sacrifice your life to God? Lots of people sacrifice themselves for their money. I'm not talking about like, oh, like <laughs> killing a lamb or killing a, a bull and like, and, cu- and drinking and blood and stuff. Not that sacrifice. I'm talking about everyday sacrifices where people are fighting and giving all their time and attention to a certain thing in their life. Which are usually just vanities, which are just for themselves. Which is, I mean, it's not there's nothing wrong with serving yourself to live and sustain yourself, but there's a limit. There's lots of people who give themselves to drugs. Lots of people who give themselves to money. Some a lot of people and give themselves to their pleasures, to sexual impurities. There's lots of people who give themselves to their jobs, or their lifestyle, or their aesthetic. I'm not coming at anybody. I'm being general. So why not give your life to God? Young men, do not be afraid to say yes to God. What could go wrong saying yes to God? Honestly, what could really go wrong? What could go so bad dealing with Christ? There's men who have died for Christ, who have suffered for Christ. And uh, a saint once said, I think it was Saint Peter, a man does not die for something he has doubts about. I could say the same for me. A man does not give his whole life to something he doubts about. So I'm here because I've seen the Lord. I'm not talking like physically, right? I felt the Lord. I could say, I know him. I love him. And I want to be with him. And I want to give my life to him. This is the priesthood. So I'm sorry. Let's move on to the next one. Religious life. Young women. <laughs> I, I see my sister in this. My young my, my little sister. If you're not satisfied with men, as long, I mean, I, I hear lots of rants, a lot of things. This is definitely not towards a, a feministic point of view. But if marriage isn't for you, you like being lonely. You like being with Jesus. You like being a holy woman, but without the the deed of having a man or having to... You want the real man? Jesus is the real man. He is all the perfect, the perfect man that ever has existed. For he is God. Jesus is the perfect man. So if you really want that husband, that celestial, heavenly husband, monastery is a place for you. There's lots of orders. There's lots of things, and maybe in other videos we'll go into it. You can do talk to your vicars, as well as you young men, talk to your fathers of your churches, of your Catholic churches, and tell them that you have this, um, this urge in you to try this out. Don't be afraid. You talk about this with your father. Let them know, hey, father, I have a general you know, feel, urge in me to do this or just to question him. If you don't really want to get into it too much, don't worry about it. Just question him. To, to conclude this, a vocation is not just, well, I found a path, and here we go. God will do everything for me. No. A true vocation will cost work. A true vocation will not have its best days. A true vocation is full of ups and downs. But whatever you do, young people, whatever you do, God will ask, and he will give. I mean, he will ask for for um, debts, you know, he will say, I gave you all of this. I put you here. I gave you my grace. I forgave your sins. And he's going to put you to test. And he's going to ask you when you die, did you truly put everything I gave you to work? Did you truly give yourself to others? Did you forgive as I forgave you? Did you give did you, mercy as I gave mercy unto on, you? God is going to ask you all this. So, young people, wherever you are, whoever is watching this video, whatever god has given you wherever god has put you wherever god has given you as a gift that is playing an instrument that is um you know being helpful to others having a care for uh, people put it to use god will ask you don't don't have god's gifts in vain and not use them wherever god puts you and most importantly if you're not called to the priesthood, that's fine. If you're not called to be a nun, if you just want to get married and have a happy life, wherever God puts you, you need to be there. And you need to sanctify yourself and try your and work your butt off. Wherever God puts you, it doesn't matter where. I will see you guys soon in the next video. Again, this is a series of videos. This was a good idea that a friend gave me here and one of my colleagues to make videos for you guys. And just to give my experience and everything, all of my studies I'm learning make sure I give a voice to this community and I make sure I talk to you young people if you like this give it a thumbs up please subscribe to my channel I will be posting more videos whenever I have time I'm very um, congested in studies and homework and praying right now I have to pray in 10 minutes God bless God bless I will be posting more videos whenever I have time I'm very um, congested in studies and homework and praying right now I have to pray in 10 minutes the bell just rang okay Thank you for everything. You guys have a really good day or a good night or a good afternoon. Yeah, thank you.